I never saw Dave Coulier's version of America's Funniest Videos, but I think the soundtrack, the theme song to that, probably went something like this. <clears throat> hey there, it's your Uncle Joe. I need money too. So put me on the video show and I'll do funny cues. It's Dave Coulier. Much funnier than Saget. Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Oh, this is me. Stamos is not the issue. Jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Well, welcome to a, an amended jerk practice podcast. I'm Hans. Yes, I'm Casey. We do not come to bury Bob Saget, <laughs> but to stick dildos in his ghost. We've come to... <clears throat> I feel like he'd appreciate it. Well, that's what I was going to say. He himself being the man of clean, clean dirty, dirty, clean dirty. And uh, uh, we are together because... We're here to talk about Bob Saget because we're... <laughs> well, I, I was telling Ash about it uh -huh. last night. And I was like, oh, this one's rough. This one hits hard. Like, obviously, a week ago, Betty White has, has passed. And now Bob Saget. And I was like, this one's rough. And she's like, oh, I get it. She's like, I didn't watch America's Funniest Home Videos or Full House. She's like, my dad showed me some of his stand-up specials, but she knows the jerk practice. She's like, so I know for you guys... Who were raised by the television, much like Bill Murray and Scrooged. I'm sure this is a kick in the nuts. And I was like, not so much the full house thing, but because for me, it was what we're, we're here to do in our comedy arc. And myself as a writer was we wrote this sketch called Son of Saget. Right. And for me, it was like this turning point in the idea of the creation of comedy okay because it was because up to that point we were doing really fun weird but they're like abstract set pieces like we'd pick a weird point in history and then pick weird people and just let it go and the inherently come comedy inherently comes from the absurdity of these situations like a a talking shrimp and a anthropomorphic cruise liner, and as anyone who's listened to us speak, presidents from across history. Yeah, very historical, very ab absurdist. But for me, it was like we were having a conversation. Mm -hmm. We were putting together our show, The Gypsy on the Edge of Forever, which again oh, was fuck. a musical about gypsies invading a small town, and then a starship crew from the future showing up to the same small town and trying to stop them. It's a very weird, I, I, I wouldn't call it heady. I just call it weird. Sure. But we were, as we were making that, I remember we were in the car as a group and we were all talking and this, this Bob Saget idea arose from the, the percolator of just funny people like riffing. And so it was one of those things is like, pluck it from that conversation. And I was like, oh, you can do that too. Right, 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 right. I see where you You can saying. be prescient and just pick things out of like, oh, 
Hans and I talking can be funny. It can be enjoyable to do, but also like, that's why you always keep that notepad in your pocket. Cause you're like, there's a nugget there. There's a kernel there. There's something there. You can spurn something. Yeah. So then out of this conversation about Bob Saget wrote this sketch. And this was one of our first sketches that we wrote into the, the new Amsterdam on to show these big city fat cats how to do so wait did we do this sketch for gypsy on the wings of forever no we didn't for i think the first time we did it was in new york city okay okay i because i was gonna say then then i do have it we may have performed it in in minneapolis at one of those last because we did rapid fire shows at the bryant lake bowl it may have been in that time but I remember doing this sketch at UCB when we finally we found out they had that like it was called like the backyard sketch brawl. It was basically an open mic for for sketch comedy at midnight, or that may have been the head to head where you vote. But this was just an open mic for sketch comedians to come. You put your name on a list, like any comedy open mic. They're like, okay, cool, jerk practice. You're number ten. And 37. And you can do two sketches. And you just, everybody, sketch group comes up, they do a sketch, the audience goes, and then the next group comes up. It was the first one we brought. And this was one of the ones we brought early. And for the few times that we were allowed to keep doing it, we were in the, we were in the first 15 for a good couple weeks or months or however often they did. I think it was every Friday night at midnight. And this was a big one. Yeah, so I yeah, I have a couple memories. One, it's it's funny you talk about like like the um, uh, the early stages of sketch writing and what that is, and and literally being from where we're from and and it feeling intangible. Like to get mm-hmm. on stage and perform something that you write from somewhere that you've plucked from somewhere is so, and let alone to go out and get an audience, yada yada, it just seems so unattainable. But I remember yeah, this one it's, it's, where it's like not just plucked from a conversation, plucked from uh, uh, something linear from your childhood. Because I think people our age will get the base humor because I think at least it was normal in the 90s. The F word was normalized, yeah. uh, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, obviously. We, we're all aware of that. And Saget rhymes with that. So the easy go-to, as yeah. I recall, in literally in grade school, middle school, was rhyming Saget with that word and it just being so easy. And then we're having a conversation about that or do you remember that? And then going, well, if it's that, then it should just be a swear word for everything. Yeah. And then also going the premise like, wait, do you remember like how wholesome Full House was and how wholesome and wholesome, um, yeah. ridiculous and easy America's Funniest Home Videos was, but this was becoming the age of cable, so on Comedy Century, you're like, yeah. but did you see his stand-up? Which, rightfully so, I do want to preface it that it sounds like Bob Saget was one of the best friends a person could have, based on what people are coming out yeah, and saying about him. Well, like, he was a really good dude but we were also young like fucking punk rock comedians who were like 
Yeah. Into the system, and it was around that time he had had a special. This was 2004, 2005, I think, because that was the era of... That was our when we were on that JAG. It was pre-Netflix, but that's when Hollywood Video and Blockbuster Video were doing basically what Netflix would send to your house. Sure. But it was like, you had a Hollywood Video account, I had a Blockbuster account, and we paid the $8 a month, and they were like, you can rent a movie, as many movies as you want, and just bring them back and just exchange them. So we were just consuming material, movies, comedy specials, and one of them was this Bob Saget special. And it's sort of one of the, like, I remember in high school, he has that cameo in... Um, he directed it. That fucking Dave Chappelle movie with uh, Jim Brewer. Still smoking? I, f- I forget. It's not How High. Uh, That's the... It's the yeah. Stoner Boner movie. Yeah, uh, yeah And yeah. he's got that crusher line where he's like, I suck dick for coke! As as they're at, an, at a, a Narcotics Anonymous meeting talking about how they need weed so bad. Uh, and it was like, that was that first moment where I was like, he's the he's the guy. He's like Pa Ingalls. And he does this funny dirtbag joke? Like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, that initial, like juxtaposition right. of oh you go high clean and then go dirty you just you can crush so we watch his special and it is fucking so filthy but like in your face filthy and at the time like i was telling ash last night like at the time i like took it as an attack on my family i was like this is so fucking stupid it's so fucking bad fuck this special and like that sort of like he was doing a character right overcompensation he was giving the he was feeding raw meat to the masses by doing like doing really cheesy bad dirtbag jokes he's like yeah the olsen twins you know i'd fuck them or whatever the joke was like it's just he's just doing a shtick like trying to lull you into this rhythm which I didn't get at the time. Also, who cares if your comedy is bad? Like, he's not my actual father. Like, I, have, I have no justification for being mad. At, he didn't leave my mom to go do comedy, move to L.A. and become Danny Tanner. But it's that, like, growth evolution of yourself as, like, it's just entertainment. Like, enjoy it or don't. That's where it should stay. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I take it out of. But that's where he existed in that. But then to find out, like he's the, he's the comedian's comedian. Oh yeah, that's that's where we were just like, like. So yeah, we're hearing him go was. Oh yeah, such such a bummer. And uh, um, yeah, I took it on the other side. Like everybody was like talking about that line, like you suck dick for coke. Like they ate it up, and I was coming from this ego bravado side. Like no fucking way, I don't even want to taste because I know what he's doing. That motherfucker took my dimes, which didn't. It was on c- cable, mm-hmm. you know, or not cable. It was on prime. It's like Comedy Central. That guy took my money years. with the sappiest sap shit, and now this guy gets to be gets to be what I want to be, which is to say whatever you want, whether you think it's funny or not. He's just saying whatever he wants. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you like I have any sway over that whatsoever. Um, and then uh, we couldn't uh, the, reconcile. Yeah. How one person could do that, like go from like 
he ran America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. Like, he he was the guy. The get. He ran that. The comedy. All the sound effects. All of that. Like. Yeah, it was his. <laughs> so it's just like, you can't understand. Like, I couldn't understand how one person could be, like, Mayberry RFD, but then also, like, Def Comedy Jam. Or playing at a character who would be on one of these alternative comedy stages. You know, it's like, but he's a professional comedian, so all he has is time to do stuff and bits and work. Right. He Here's what he did. He's apparently the sweetest guy ever. And so it was easy for him to fall into the role as Danny Tanner, who's a sweet guy and just says these jokes because he's mm-hmm. a good comedian. So he has timing. And then what's what I don't know and you didn't know and who knows is since we don't know him, the juxtaposition of him on stage was probably him just juxtaposing his true personality, which is the sweetest, nicest, do anything for you guy. And so really, he's just having fun with an outlet. I feel like we're we're over uh, analyzing it. The truth is like. We were young punks giving it to Saget who even at the time were like, you know what? If he ever heard this, if he's really who he says he is, he's going to love it. Yeah. Because it's as dirty Bob Saget as possible. And in our minds, his compensation with his standup was to say, yeah, I was this clean guy, but hey, I'm not your dad's Danny Tanner anymore, man. Yes. So rest in pe- rest in peace, Bob Saget. That fucking I hope that light is hot for you, and I hope they give you the full fifteen. That's right, man. So in honor of him, Casey dug into the depths of his old hotmail. Hotmail, baby, still there. That's the archive. That's the JP archive, sponsored by Hotmail. Um, and I found the sketch that we brought to New York. This was us trying to all young men attack their attack idols. You rip down those who came before you to put up your own statues. And Bob Saget was one of those people for us. Bob Saget's up in heaven right now listening to us just like, get the fuck to it. Weren't you guys just getting together to fucking fucking assholes? I was going to say real to the chase (laughs) when we first performed this in New York, which was like. One of the, it was the first time we performed at UCB. Here's the thing about it. We were basically, one thing we didn't set up is that, that mm-hmm. basically they set up that backyard brawl. It was an open night sketch thing. Everybody gets two sketches, but precedence goes to people that paid for their classes. So if you were just popping in for sketches, even if you were on the list, you could get bumped back because I feel like, and again, this is taking you down, old man. They were like, we got to give these assholes something that are taking the classes yeah some of them are great and will succeed in many aspects of comedy but some of these guys are shelling out 500 but bucks some of them session. are in television and movies that we let's, see oh yeah let's tell them that they're gonna get some stage time anyways we got on there and we kept getting pushed back and believe me we did sketches at three in the morning to nobody mm-hmm. um but the first time we did it we did it yeah. and this is like we got Big laughs, and that's Bob Saget shining down on us. Big laughs, and not only that, we got uh, a like 
honorable mention before our next sketch, which flopped. Oh, man, but we brought a it shitter. It was like, coming back to the stage, guys. <laughs> oh, we got the jerk practice. How good did you feel when you heard that? Oh, because was... everybody else getting introduced was like, all right, uh, number 13, uh, bologna boner sandwich uh, with da-da-da. And then we got like a heads up with like a wee-wee. And fuck, did we fucking drop the ball. I feel like we did a sketch about a McDonald's salad. Oh, fuck, that's right. And you were on a chair, and your head was up into the lights, so you couldn't see you delivering your lines. Oh, I will, that was the, the bombiest of uh, bombs. I will say this sketch was was hot, got us a hot hot night at the UCB, and then also, our I think it was our first black box show on St. Mark's. The line is in the sketch, we called the show Sag at Zero, and I designed a poster that oh, was yes, Bob Saget's yes. face. And all of our information, and we hung it. We went so lo-fi on it. We printed Hard, hundreds. Yeah, it's like we were like new, like the paste pot boys. We pasted these flyers across all of Lower Manhattan, to the point at which people showed up for the show because they were like, uh, "Bob Saget's doing a show on St. Mark's," <laughs> and they showed up and saw what we had brought them. And I this love is, that. I'm suing you. Yeah, I'm very grateful. I remember grateful. hearing people yeah. chattering before the show because we were like, we have 11 people here? Hans works with three people. I work with two people. Half of them showed up. People? That means we got six people, six strangers. And they all were like, uh, I think this is Bob Saget. Bob Saget's going to come out. No, just some nerds from Minnesota playing this on there on their plate well, I, it's, it's good you guys are all such visual artists because we did a show in minneapolis where the imagery was the world's fattest twins on their little motorcycles and we had people that actually thought we were a freak show that we were going to be displaying the world's fattest twins got 10 that bucks out of them old mom <laughs> on a fucking sunday at four <sighs> o'clock <laughs> perfect carnival time by the way so like good on us oh that is so good all right. Speaking of carnival, should we get into this carnival of joy? Yeah, a couple notes for you, whether the <coughs> audience will hear it now, because I'm going to come in and I'll edit and uh, make this baby sound good, is, uh, uh, so setting right. the stage, couple bros hear it playing basketball. Hear it here first. You're going to hear it at the Oscars later. Oh, yeah. You got a couple bros playing basketball. Two two besties playing a game of pickup. Down at the old park. Don't ask us Imagine how we Brooklyn. ended up with that setup. Sunset, Sunset Park. Couple guys in jeans and thick, thick-heeled boots playing a game of pickup. I will say it's bold because we did have a basketball on stage. Where? I mean, we're ahead of our time, man. You don't know where that ball's gonna go. You don't pantomime, man. You bring that prop. You play. I wonder. Sorry, audience. You probably did it. Pantomime, which was even way harder. Oh shit. <laughs> Alright. Uh I'm bro your buddy, right? We're playing basketball. You got okay. it. Alright, chump. If I make this next point, your bomber jacket is mine, loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't made it yet. In due time, my young Padawan. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> You're such a douche. A douchebag with a new bomber jacket. 
and Steve. Oh, oh yeah. How do we display that? Finger roll, baby. All right. Record scratch. Rewind. Let's start again. Anytime we get a note about uh, doing something with basketball, we describe what we just did. Okay. Perfect. Got it. Take two. Take two. Come on, Bob. Shine a, shine a light down on us. <laughs> He's a two-take. Two-take Saget, I think that's what they called him. He's a two-taker. Yeah. yeah. I bet that motherfucker one-taked, in honor of you, Bob, I bet you one-taked every episode of Full House. Just crushed that Just shit. walking. They filmed him walking, doing his lines. He went from the kitchen to the front door and then got in his car and drove back home to Malibu. Baby. That's right. Good for him. All right, chump, if I make this next point, your bomber jacket is mine, loser. Yeah, yeah, you haven't made it yet. Oh, in due time, my young Padawan. Save your Jedi hand motion, you douche. Douchebag with the new bomber jacket. Who watched that steel drive the lane? Whoop, little baby finger roll layup. You dirty saget. What was that, baby? What are you crying about now? Nothing. Just take the ball. Take the ball and check it. Whoa. Bro. It's getting a little intense. Do we need a do we need a TO? Timeout? Hey, hey, just check the ball, bro. Alright. I'll check it. I've stolen a cu- <laughs> Oh my god! Son of a saget! Stole the ball, you dirty mother-loving saget! Hey, listen, man. Stop calling me an F. Come on. Hey, I didn't call you the F word, man. Just check the ball. No. I'm done playing. I'm taking my bomber jacket with me and going home. Ugh. You have got to be jerking my saget. What? Just check the sagging ball. No, no, wait. Hold on a minute. If you don't give me the ball, I'm gonna saget you up. Dude, I'm gonna kick your saget so saggeting hard. Wait, 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 wait. Do you keep saying saget? Oh, Bob Saget. Like the guy from TV? Yeah, like the guy from TV, yeah. Danny Saggeting Tanner. You remember Full House, right? Yeah, it was a wholesome show. Lynchpin of ABC's early 90s TJF lineup. So, I don't get it. Why are you so angry? Whoa, 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 I got nothing against the show. Just its unholy figurehead. Well, what about Stamos? He's pretty cool. Stamos is not the issue. <laughs> Cut it out. You remember that? <laughs> remember that? Man, I used to have such a crush on Jody Sweeten, too. She is a drug addict. Will you cut it out? <sighs> Just give me the ball. Here's the thing. I got nothing against a man working for a living, so I can understand why he did Full House, that sweet sitcom cash. But he did 10 seasons of America's Funniest Home Videos, and this I do not forgive. Saget retarded the minds of an entire country just to suckle at the dickle of fame for a few more minutes. That's why his name should be a swear word. Saget. It's the only word that represents defecation, fornication, damnation, 
um, dirty penis, failure, lack of any respect, never being able to succeed again, hanging yourself with a noose fashioned out of a dirty Orlando hotel prostitute's nylons because you're a living, breathing joke whose ill-begotten riches burn a hole in your ice-cold heart. And as they roll the video footage of the crime scene, I hope somebody does a wacky voiceover like, I'm sorry that I can't hang around. <laughs> or this sure beats watching myself on TV. Gazeekook. But his stand-up's really dirty. So he's kind of cool. I mean, have you heard any of it? Don't you understand? He's only dirty because he can't get rid of the wholesome stink that will follow him to his grave. He is an abomination. He is more heinous than all reality TV that's ever been made. All game shows, all stupid streamer and stuff now. I mean, he is... Dude, he... He is... Uh, uh, don't... Um, but, but behind... Oh, Saget. He's behind me, isn't he? Oh, basketball, huh? Basketball's funny. I will... Masturbate your blowjob for a suckle of cocaine off a hooker's horny butt crack. Twat vagina queef? Cunt sketch America fart? Nice try, Saget. You're still not cool. Come on, man. Let's get out of here. Oh, come on, guys. Dunked on Saget. Dunking on Saget. Jerk practice one. Saget zero. Henning's awesome little quick snippet animation there at oh, the yeah. end. Bink, bink, bink. Always the thing that kept us legit. So that was for you, Bob. Yep. Whether you like it or not. For all you Bob heads <laughs> out there. Oh, you sag heads. We love him and there's nothing he can do about it. Rest in peace, Rest right? Rest in peace and power, sir. That's right, yeah. You sagonites. He's hanging with his mom, who apparently that's how good of a guy he was. See, come on. We couldn't take him down even if we tried. Too too, too good of a guy. Too funny of a man. To the end. We love him and there's nothing he can do about it now. <laughs> I'm gonna hang panties on his grave. He'd love it. He'd smell them. He'd sniff them from <laughs> underneath. That big go green ghost you know, nostril full of dirt and comes worms. Up. <laughs> the old wormy nose. And then even that worm's a little bit of a fink. Henning animated. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. We are coming on the air interrupting America's funniest home videos in the East because we've learned actor and comedian Bob Saget has died. He was, of course, the longtime host of the show, also best known for his role as Danny Tanner on the show Full House. Authorities say he was in a hotel room in a Ritz-Carlton, Orlando. He had been there on tour. The cause of death remains unknown. <laughs> Bob Saget was 65 and leaves behind a wife and three children. Stamos is not the issue.